Shalom to all. Today's office is Baba Kamadavav, and we're starting the top line with the words, Hatzada Shava Shabahen, which is a quote from the Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Ryakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, from Yasef Yantav, from Usher Anchal, his Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now, when the Mishnah said Hatzada Shava Shabahen, it was comparing the different offices Zikin that were just mentioned, saying that there's a Tzada Shava, a common denominator between them, that they're Dark Lahazik, it's normal for them to damage, and Rishmirasi Lachi, you have responsibility to guard it. So the Gemara asks, La Suye Mai, what's this coming to include? And the reason why we're assuming it's coming to include something is because by the Mishnah emphasizing that these cases have common characteristics, clearly including another case, which isn't precisely like those mentioned in the Mishnah, but since that case shares these characteristics, it's included as well. So what's including? We're going to have a number of different suggestions. says, It's including a person's stone, knife, or bundle that he placed at the top of his roof and fell off because it was blown by regular wind. It wasn't a strong wind. It was just a regular wind that blew it off and it damaged somebody. And that's the case that's being included. Again, it's not precisely like any of the ones mentioned in the Mishnah. But since it shares these common characteristics, this Tzara Shaveh, that's why it's included. Ask Gemara, hold on a second. Hey, Chidem, what's the case? If when it was falling, it damaged, meaning it fell on someone or an animal. Hainu Eish. That's the same exact thing as Eish. Maishno Eish. Why is Eish different? That there's another Kayach in Eish because the wind pushes the fire along and it belongs to you and you have to watch it. Haninami, these also. There's another Kayach mixed into them. The reason why they fell off the roof is because they were knocked off by the wind. It belongs to you. And you have to watch it. So the way that Abayah set up the case, makes it precisely like Eish, which means it doesn't have to be included under the Tzad HaShaveh, it's just simply a told of Eish. And about Abbasar Denaychi, so you want to say we're talking about the damaged after already rested on the floor? Well, Idafgarinu, if he was Mafgarit, being the Rav being the Shmuel, Hainu Bar. Both according to Rav and Shmuel, that's considered like Bar. And Bar is mentioned in the Mishnah. And Mashnah Bar, why is Bar different? Shekin Tchilas Asiyos Alanezek, that already from the beginning of the creation of the Bar, it's prone to damage. Umaynchen, it belongs to Shmuel Sanalecha, and you have to watch it. Well, Haninami, these also, Tchilas Asiyos Alanezek, already from the beginning, they're prone to damage. Umaynchen, and it's yours, Shmuel Sanalecha, and you have to watch it. So it falls on the category of bar, and it doesn't have to be included under the term of tzad hashavah. El delayif grini, you want to say he wasn't mafkrit? Well, the shmuel, the amr kulim bar lemanu, according to shmuel, that says any obstacle in the rishus rabim falls under the category of bar. So I know bar, it's the same thing as bar. So we answer la'elam daf grinu. Really, he was mafkrit once it fell under rishus rabim. Veloy bar, but it's not hundred percent comparable to bar because malabar shekain ain kaychachem erv by bar doesn't have another kaychachem erv in it. A bar is stationary, whereas tayim bahani shekaychachem erv behen. These had a kaychachem erv behen. They're blown off the roof by a wind, and that's why the only way they're included in the mission is because they fall under this Tzad HaShaveh. The Gemara says, we could still use Eish to prove that when we have a Koyach Acher Mo'oriv, that's a reason for the owner to be Chayev. So maybe these fall under the category of Eish. But then we say, no, because Ma'ala Eish, it came darker Eish is different because Eish goes and damages. It moves along the way and that's how it damages. As opposed to these, they're stationary. We say, okay, they're stationary. So we'll say they really fall under the category of Bar because Bar is stationary when it damages and these two are stationary. And Mechazor Adin, this conversation is circular and the bottom line is that it's in some way compared to Eish, some way compared to bar and Mamela, that's why we say it shares these common characteristics, and that's why one is high for them. And that's the only way it's included because it can't be considered 100% a Toldav Eish or 100% Toldav Bar. Now we have another suggestion. Rava Amrava says, The Tadashavashabahen of the Mishnah is coming to include a rolling bar that rolled by a person's feet or an animal's feet. Namely, a person put his stone down in the Roshasarabim, and that's a bar, but it didn't damage anyone. And a person or an animal kicked it and it rolled to a different spot, and only once it landed in that different spot did somebody or something get damaged. On it. And that's a case being included in the Mishnah. Ask the Gemara, Hechidam, what's the case? Idaf Grenufi was Mafgret, Ben Rav, Ben Lishmul, Hainu Bar. According to Rav and Shmuel, that is the exact case of Bar. Mashna Bar, why is Bar different? Shkint Chasas Yolas Nezek, that already in the beginning it's prone to damage. Ushmir Asalacha, and you have to watch it. Haninami, these two also. Chasas Yolas Nezek, already in the beginning it's prone to damage because he put it down in the Rishos Rabim. Ushmir Asalacha, and you have to watch it. El Dalaf Grenu, you want to say he wasn't Mafgret? Well, Lishmul, the Amr Kulim Bar Lamanu, according to Shmuel, that says we learned that every obstacle in Rishos Rabim falls under the category of Bar. So Hainu Bar, this is the same thing as Bar. And the Gemara answers, Really, 
talking about where he was, Bar, but it's not 100% comparable to Bar because Malabar, Shekin, Maisim, Garmulai, the reason why Bar damages is because his Maisim caused it to. He was the one that dug the pit. But Bahani, are we going to say the same thing applies over here? Shein, Maisim, Garmulai, his Maisim didn't cause it to damage. He put it down to Shasarabim and no one was damaged. People only got damaged after someone kicked it to a different spot. And that's not considered his Maisim. And that's why it's not 100% comparable to Bar. So we're going to say, okay, Shar Yachiach, what about Shar? Even though it's not his Maisim, it's his Shar doing the damage, he's still have to pay for it. We answer, but it's still not comparable because a shar goes along damages where this damages while it's stationary. We say, okay, so Bar will prove that even though it's stationary, he still have to pay for it. Because once again, we come to a circular reasoning. This one's not like that one and the other one's not like this one, but still it shares the Tzadah Shave and that's why it's included in the Mishnah, even though it's not exactly like Bar and it's not exactly like Shar. Now, he gives a third suggestion. is come to include the following case. In all these cases that they said, and what did they say? can be the one is allowed to open up their drain pipe and clean out their ma'ara. And these are drain pipes and pits that are used for storing wastewater. And there were times that Chamim allowed emptying these out into the Rosh Sarabim. And what were those times? We might say, during the summer, there's no Rosh to empty it out into the Rosh Sarabim because it's clean and everything's nice and dry over there. So you can't just empty your waste out into the Rosh Sarabim. Whereas we might say, Gashamim, during the winter, Yashlam Rosh people do have permission to empty it out into the Rosh Sarabim. That's because it's dirty and muddy anyway. So they're not causing any particular issues by emptying their waste into the Rosh Sarabim. However, even though they emptied it out to Shusarabim with permission, Emizeku, if this wastewater damaged somebody, Chayav Lashalim, so the owner has to pay. And that's the case that's being included in our Mishnah. Now, Hechidami will ask, what's the scenario? If when the water was being thrown out into the Shusarabim in that course of action, it damaged somebody, well, Kaychayu, that is the Kayach of the person himself, and that's like the person himself damaged, and that's Adam Amazik, which is mentioned in the Mishnah. So, Elabasa did I want to say that after it landed in the Shusarabim, then somebody was damaged? Well, Hechidami, what's the case? Idafkrin, if he was Mafkrit, Bain Larav, Bain Lishmul Bar. Both according to Ravin Shmuel, that's considered bar. Mashna bar, why is bar any different than that already in the beginning it's prone to damage something or somebody? Umaynchan, it belongs to you, Shmuel you have to watch it. Well, Haninami, these also, this wastewater, already from the beginning they're prone to damage somebody. Umaynchan, it belongs to you, Shmuel you have to watch it. So, El Adolafgren, you want to say he wasn't Mafgren? Well, the Shmuel, the Amr Kulim Barilamanu, according to Shmuel, it says that any obstacle in the Shusarabim is learned from bar and it's literally under the category of bar. So, Hainu bar, it's the same thing as bar. Why does it have to be included in the Mishnah under the Tzad Shavah Shabahen and not just as a told of bar. So the Gemara says, you're right, Loyalam Dafgrin, who really he was Mafgrit, Vloyd Dami Labar, it's still not 100% comparable to bar, because Malabar Shekin Shleber Shos, a bar that damaged somebody or something, was dug without permission. Tamir Bahani, are you going to say the same din applies with these? The Bershos. He threw the man to the Shusarab in Bershos. He emptied out during the winter when he's allowed to do so. So maybe he's not Chayv for that. And Vafon Bez on top, so Shor Yachiach, Shor will prove that even though he has permission, still he's Chayv to pay for something, namely the Chum Malau people to let their Shvarim walk around the Shusarab but still, if they damage somebody, he's Chayv to pay for it. So maybe this falls under the category of Shar, you say, no, it can't be because Malashar, she can't talk A Shar, it normally goes along in damages, whereas this doesn't. It's stationary. So you say, Bartachiach, Bar will prove that even though it's stationary, you're still have to pay. Because then, once again, it's circular, and this one's not like that one, the other one's not like this one, and the reason why it would be included in the Mishnah is because of this Tzara Shaveh. Now, our fourth option, Ravina, Ravina says, it's come to include that which is taught in the Mishnah, a person's privately owned wall or tree that fell into their Shusarabim, Bezika, and damaged somebody, it really depends when he's Pater, because Nasulai's man if Bezin gave him time to cut down his tree or to dismantle his wall before it hurt somebody, but it fell down before the end of this time that they gave him, Viziko and it damaged somebody, Pater. So he's Pater. However, if it fell down after the time period he was given, so then he's Chayev. And that's what's being included in our Mishnah. We ask, what's the case? If he was Mafkarit, Bain Larav, Bain Lishmol, Hainu Bar. So we're going to Rav and Shmuel, that is the case of Bar. Mashna Bar, why is Bar different? It's common for things to get damaged in it. You have to watch it. Well, Haninami, these also, it's common 
for people to get damaged in them, a wall or a tree that falls down which just to rob him, and you have to watch it. And he the life granu if it wasn't mafkrit, well the shmuel the amrukulim bariyamanu, according to shmuel that says that any obstacle in the just rabim is learned from bar, so hainu bar. This is the case of bar. It doesn't have to be included under the matzad. It's just a told of bar. So the gemara answers like mafkrit, really he was mafkrit. Vloy dami the bar. It's not a hundred percent comparable to bar because malabar she can't chiles hasiosol nezek. Bar in its classic sense already from the beginning is prone to damage. But turn behind you, we're going to say the same thing applies by these she ain't chiles hasiosol nezek. In the beginning they're not prone to damage. The wall and the tree were both standing and they hadn't fallen down. So that's not considered chiles hasiosol nezek. Says the gemara shoyachia. So Shoah proved that even though it's not Chiyas HaSiyasa Lenezek, still you're Chayav to pay when it does damage. Then we say it's still not 100% comparable to Shar because Ma'al Shar Shekin Hazik. A Shar goes and damages and these are stationary. We say, oh, stationary damage? Bar Techiyach. So Bar proved that when it's a stationary damage, you're Chayav to pay. So maybe it falls under the category of Bar. And once again, with Chazar Adin, it's circular reasoning and the only way we would be able to include this in the Mishnah is because of the Tzad HaShavah Shabahen. So we just had four different suggestions of what's being included when our Mishnah says Tzad HaShavah Shabahen. Now going on to the next part of the Mishnah, we said Shehizik Chava Mazik that when he's damaged, the Mazik, the one who did the damaging, he's chayv to pay. Ask the Gemara, chav hamazik, chayv hamazik mubayalei. Why are we using the word chav? We should use the word chayv. That's more of a normal word to use. So Rabbi Yehuda Muravi answers, hai tani Yerushalmihu. The town of our Mishnah is actually Yerushalmi. He was from Eretz Yisrael. Tatani Lishna Kalila, the people from Eretz Yisrael, they teach Mishnayis in Lishna Kalila, which means in a shortened Lashon. We know that throughout Yerushalmi, many words that we have in Bavli are used, but often words or syllables are dropped. We see this very often by names. For example, the name Rebbe Lazar in Bavli is Rebbe Lazar, without the Aleph, the name Rev Abba in Bavli is called Rev Ba in Yerushalmi. So the town of Mishnah was Yerushalmi. And therefore, instead of saying Chayef Hamazik, he said Chav Hamazik, but it's really the same thing. Alas of the Mishnah said, Lashan Tashlumei Nezek, that when he wants to pay, he has to pay the Meitav Haaret. So now we're going to analyze what this means, Meitav Haaret. Tanurban, we have a bride saw. Meitav Sadeo, Meitav Karmi Yashalim, he has to pay the best of his field and the best of his vineyard. Now the pronoun he over here is unclear. Who are we referring to? Are we referring to the Mazik, the one that did the damaging, or the Nizik, the one who was damaged? So our first opinion is Meitav Sadeu Shal Nizik, Meitav Karmi Shal Nizik. The Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Shmuel says that the Mazik has to pay based off of the best of the Nizik. And right now the Havimin of Rebbe Shmuel is that let's say Ruvain's animal ate a vegetable patch of Shimon's, then we take Shimon's prime patch, evaluate the difference in worth when it has produce growing versus when it doesn't, and that value is paid to him by Ruvain. That's understanding of the Meitav Sadeu of the Nizik. We're evaluating Shimon's best stuff. However, Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Kiva says Loi Ba'akosav El Ligvas Lanizakim and Eidas Vakavacharim Lahektesh. The Pesuk is only telling us that we collect damages from the best of the Mazik's property and Kavachemer, we're going to do this by Hektish. And the Gemara is going to explain what that means, Kavachemer, we're going to do this by Hektish. Now we ask, Rabbi Shmuel, according to Rabbi Shmuel, Achosh Meina, Mishalam Shmeina. If the cow ate a row of really juicy vegetables, so fine, so he has to pay that really juicy stuff. But Achosh Mishalam Shmeina, if he ate a really weak row of vegetables, he has to pay a juicy fat row of vegetables? That's not fair. Why would he have to do that? So Rabbi Shmuel, he explains Rabbi Shmuel that no, Hachem Iskin, what are we talking about over here? Kigansha Achal Aruga Bein Harugais, where the animal ate a row among other rows, simply don't know that he eat a weak one or a strong fat geschmack one. So in this case, the Basak's telling us the Mishal Mishmena that the Mazik has to pay as if it ate a fat juicy one. However, Amarava Rav asks, if we knew for sure that he ate a weak one, so let Mishal El Khusha. For sure he would only have to pay Khusha. Well now that we don't know if it ate a weak one or a juicy one, Mishal Mishmena, all of a sudden the Mazik has to pay a Shmena, Amitsi one who's being mighty from his friend, he's the one that has to bring the Raya. And Shemin is being mighty from Ruvain. He's saying Ruvain you have to pay me for what your animal did. And if Shimon wants to get paid a lot of money based off of a Shemena being eaten, so he's the one that has to bring the Raya. Why does Ruvain have to pay for that? So we have a different understanding of Rabbi Shmuel. Elamar Vachabar Yaakov, Hachamai Skinner, here what are we talking about? Kigun Shahisa, it is the Nizik, Kiziburus Damazik. The very best of the Nizik's property is on par. It's the same exact thing as the very worst, as the inferior of the Mazik's property. And Bahapaligi, this is the Machlakis. Rabbi Shmuel, Savar Rabbi Shmuel holds, but the Nizik, I 
on that we evaluate based off of the Nizek. And since the Nizek's best property is as good as the Mazik's worst property, so the Mazik only has to pay him based off of what's considered best for the Nizek. And that means in this scenario, the Mazik ends up saving money because he's only getting rid of his worst property. Whereas Rabbi Kiva saw Rabbi Kiva holds, but the Mazik Sheminon, we evaluate based off of the Mazik. And the Mazik has to take his best property and use that to pay the Nizek, so it turns out the Nizek's gaining. Now, the Gemara asked my time is Rabbi Shmuel, what's Rabbi Shmuel's reasoning? And the answer is Nemer Sadal Matav and Nemer Sadal Malo. It says Sadal below and says Sadal above. When it talks about the payment, it says Metav Sadehu, Metav Karma Yishalem. And when it talks about the person being damaged, it uses the word Sadal as well, as we've had the Pasuk before, Ubir Besdeacher. And what do we learn from here? Ma Sadal Amr Lamala, the Nizek, the same way that the Sadal said before, when we're talking about the person being damaged, that's referring to the Nizek's field, obviously. Af Sadal Amr Lamata, the Nizek. So to the field that we're talking about below, meaning when it comes to payment, that means we're focused on the Nizek's property and not the Mazik's. Whereas Rabbi Kiva says, no, when the Pasuk tells us about paying, it says, Metav Sadehu, Metav Karmi Yishalem, he shall pay based off of his best field and his best vineyard. And who's the his in the Pasuk referring to? The Hechta Kamishalem, the one who's paying. And that's the Mazik. So we evaluate based off of the Mazik's property. Now, Rabbi Shmuel, he would answer that by saying, Ahani Gzeir Shava, Vahani Kra, the Gzeir Shava in the Pasuk helps. Ahani Gzeir Shava, the Gzeir Shava helps, Kidakamino, like I just said. Ahani Kra in the Pasuk that Rabbi Kiva just quoted helps for one particular case. Kigain, for example, the Isle Lamazik, it is a Ziburist. The Mazik has good property and not such good property. The Edis Lanizik. And the Nizik only has one type of property and it's considered Edis. Viziburus the Mazik, Loy Shavya ke Edis de Nizik. And the worst property of the Mazik is not on par with the Edis of the Nizik, which means that the Edis of the Nizik is better than the Ziburus of the Mazik. Originally, we set up the case that the Edis of the Nizik was the exact same thing as the Ziburus of the Mazik, but over here we're saying that it's actually better than the Ziburus of the Mazik. So in this scenario, Bishmal agrees to Rabbi Kiva, the Misham Lemimetavdi Day, that the Mazik has to use his own best to pay the Nizik, the Loimati Omerle, the Mazik's not allowed to tell the Nizik, Ta'ad Gavim Ziburis, you come and collect from Ziburis, El Gavim Metav, he has to allow him to collect from the very best of the Mazik. In other words, according to Abishmal, the only time the Mazik is allowed to get away with paying Ziburis is if it's on par with the Nizik's Idis. But if the Mazik Ziburis is of lower quality than the Nizik's Idis, so then Abishmal agrees that the Pasik's telling us that the Mazik has to pay from his Idis, even though it's way better than the Nizik's Idis. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow, continue to explain Shita Serbi Kiva. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.